What's up, Dirty Benches? I'm JD. And I'm Patty Popcorn. And we are the hosts of the Old Dirty Bitches podcast. If you came here to listen to two women shoot the shit and talk about stuff we are not qualified to talk about, then you're at the right podcast. On ODB, we talk about white collar crime, which costs the country upwards of 300 to 600 billion every year. Unacceptable. White collar crime is typically orchestrated by those in occupational positions with the opportunity to commit these crimes. These crimes include insider trading, fraud, tax evasion, bribery, price fixing, and of course, corruption. We will discuss real cases, related articles, podcasts, and documentaries, movies related to the crime. Occasionally, we may sprinkle a movie review in. Our theme song is performed by Good Co. You can find them on YouTube, and don't forget to like, subscribe, or leave us a review anywhere you stream your podcasts. So gives us a listen. up honey <laughs> well you know <laughs> this and that this and that and yeah other. Uh, i'm ready to take a nap <laughs> i know this is probably gonna be short um, sorry you guys but first we ran a we're marathon. barely hanging on yeah. yeah it was a it's been a marathon day yeah and we had mimosas and then <laughs> I had a beer breakfast beer yeah breakfast <laughs> 10 o'clock and no, it wasn't even 10 it no was a quarter till 10 yeah and Krispy Kreme donuts. Because mm-hmm. what goes better with be- breakfast beer than donuts? Yes. More sugar. And then after we got done with our crazy marathon of <laughs> 0.62 miles, um, <laughs> we decided to go to brunch. To breakfast. Oh, I still have my thing on. My oh, lard yeah. butt's on. Yeah. We've got all of our lard butt gear on because that's what we went to go do today down in Seattle, the which was awesome. one 1K. Yep. Uh, Highly recommend if you're in the area to 100%. come back here. Patty found it. We all signed up and News. went. It was great. It was super fun. Yeah, we had a good time. So, anyways, we ran into a snafu. I mean, I did. There's a little uh, technical difficulty. Again. Again. I know. So. What else happened? Did this happen on? It's happened on a couple. Yeah. And then, of course, I had. And then we're just like, ah, fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) So, we had recorded our our Barbie movie review. And. It was stellar. It was, of course, amazing, as it always is, the first go around. (laughs) Yeah. And I went to and go then edit something it. Something happened. Realized I didn't transfer the correct uh, file over, so went back to go look, and then couldn't find the file. So here we are today, recording for the second time. It's probably going to be not as great because we neither of us remember the movie that good. So <laughs> proceed with caution. Yours. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, without further ado, we'll get into housecrafting. I guess that the world has moved on. And love certainties are now gone. Some for the best and some for the worst. There's a new kind of wisdom being disposed. I guess time. The movie. Uh, what did you think about the music the last episode? I thought it was funny. Did you like it? I always like it. It just <laughs> makes me laugh because randomly porn musical play. That's- that one I specifically sought out because that was the closest sounding music I could find that was like 
porno-esque. Yeah. I was like, okay, here we go. I mean, I can totally, it's just funny. It okay. makes me laugh. I enjoy these little sound effects that you put in post lingo. <laughs> All right. So our housecrafting today is we got an email from South Dakota. <laughs> we still got an email. Yes. That we, we talked like about to... it previously, but it'll be new to me. Ready, go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So South Dakota, remember, before we had challenged him to watch the movie Annette, and so he has emailed us. The gauntlet us. was thrown. Yep. South Dakota said this. Hi, benches. Oh, why? My eyes. <laughs> Basically. I'm guessing. Basically, he said, thanks to you calling me out, I was forced to watch Annette. I'm appalled that you forced me to watch such a travesty. I'm appalled that this movie was even made. I know. Same. Yeah, there's a lot of other people. And that now I can't look at puppets the same. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Tom Cruise mummy rating all the way. I'm surprised I finished it. <laughs> when, when I listened to your Annette podcast a year ago, I thought this movie sounds horrible and not for me. And I was right. Not interested. And I was correct in that assumption. <laughs> First of all, I hate the format. I like musicals, so don't get me wrong. But this was almost all singing and included a lot of odd interactions like the backup singers being present often or the audience talking to the people on stage. I feel like this was meant for live theater, not for films. <laughs> Related to this, most of the important things in the story were just told to me rather than shown. Like the guy singing his, he's an accompanist. Or the two main characters just saying they are in love for a whole song. We're in love, we're in love, we're in love. <laughs> They just told me, but didn't show me these things, making it a lot less believable. <laughs> and if you're going to just tell me the plot and not show me, then I expect the movie to be like one hour, not over two hours. <laughs> Too long. Also, I hate when things are left open to interpretation, like the sort of dream sequence about Henry being a domestic abuser. It may or may not be real. <laughs> I'm also extremely bothered by the opening ending when they mentioned that true love often goes astray. Are they stupid? If it's true love, then it's not going astray. So what Henry Ann had was not true love. Going deep. <laughs> but with the desire to be fair, there were a few positives. Thanks, South Dakota. Okay, for example, Annette as a little girl at the end of the movie was super adorable. And I thought her singing was amazing, especially considering her right, age. Don't blame her. Yeah. We got it. Agreed. Some of the filming was done well. Also agree with that. Those long shots without cuts and intricate ways of moving the camera. And though I loathe to admit it, some of the songs did stick in my head. 100% agree. <laughs> but overall, I hated the format. Overall, it was too long <laughs> for my desires. Open to interpretation parts of the story and not understanding true love made this unbearable to watch. And I would never, ever recommend it to anyone. Yeah. So it's only fitting that our sweet little JD made me watch it. So <laughs> He know. said, don't make me watch things like this again with a crying <laughs> emoji face. I, I am wholeheartedly on board with that. South Dakota. <laughs> Thanks, South And Dakota. in that, here we go talking about a movie. Yeah, we're going to do. It's not an Annette at all. It's not. It is a girl name, though. It is. Yeah, Barbie. Um, We're on the Barbie bandwagon, everyone. We are. Everyone's I, talking about it. They are. Lots of Barbie buzz. Mm -hmm. 100%. So, of course, we have to join in. And we would have been earlier, but as you know, there was some trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, yes, technical difficulties. Conrad, we had to lay him off. <laughs> Which my spouse is like, who's Conrad? <laughs> I go, again, old 
<laughs> dirty. Old dirty broads. Yeah. We are. <laughs> or belly. We don't know what we're doing. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. So we want to talk about the movie Barbie. And we're also going to talk a little bit about the creator, Ruth Handler, as well. Right, because it's kind of a twofer, really. Yeah, it is. The movie is directed by Greta 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 Great Great Gerwig. Greta Gerwig. (laughs) So the budget for the movie was about one hundred and forty-five million. A lot of a lot of dough went into this movie. A lot. Mm -hmm. The first weekend, it made about one hundred and sixty-two million, and I know like they've more than doubled that. Right. It's so. Going like gangbusters. Oh, yeah. They're super excited now, the studio and everybody. So it's currently the biggest domestic opening weekend for a movie released in 2023 and the biggest opening for a female director ever. And I will edit the applause there after I said that. Okay. So is this a wiener schnitzel, which is, of course, A, as we all know. Right. B is for brownies. B plus is brownie sundae. A licorice. D is drussel sprouts. Farty feet cabbage patch kids or a mummy for you. It's a brownie sundae for me. Okay. Yes. I went wiener schnitzel. I know. I know. We've already said this. <laughs> Everybody listening. I know. I know. <laughs> So, and I know we have talked about it previously, but I had not planned on seeing this movie. And I think you had said something similar too, right? Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I always wanted to see it, but I didn't really have like high expectations. No, I didn't either. At all. Mm-mm. And we no. were actually out of town when it came out. We were in D.C. at the time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, then it just blew up. Like, my TikTok was solidly Barbie. Barbie's, like, feed. people just talking. Yeah, about how so good and deep. Yeah. And so then I, I was like, oh, dang, I guess I really need to go see this. And we tried to go, and it was sold out. Yeah, okay, when you first tried to go yeah. to the theater. I had read a Time article right before I went to go see it. But then uh, a friend of mine had decided that they wanted to go to the movies and we were trying to figure out what to go watch. And so um, they made a decision or quest anyways for Barbie. And I was like, okay. And then of course, Spouse was like, yeah, I want to go too. So we all three decided we're going to go watch the Barbie movie. But I, I really at first had not planned on seeing it. But if somebody had asked me, I was like, well, I'll go and, and watch it, you know, but but you weren't going to make a trip necessarily. No, not, yeah, not specifically just to go out and watch it on on my own. Uh-huh. That wasn't my plan. Um, and I, you know, I didn't really play with Barbies when Same. I was I younger. Really a Barbie person. No, I think I projected my displeasure of the patriarchy on the Barbie. <laughs> and so I would often would chop off their hair. Off and cut. I think you were strip kind them of like, naked. Uh, I don't know, a trafficker or something. <laughs> 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 better way to explain. I don't know. Like, I just found. I would always cut mine hair and then I wouldn't like them. Yeah. I mean, you know. You're ugly now. See, even I bought into the patriarchy. <laughs> yeah. I was like. You got to have long hair, big boobs. <laughs> no waist and no genitals. Okay. Yeah. Try to make that work. Well, and their feet were weird. I know that they need to be that way to fit into their weird, like, high heel shoes that they had, but they never. I'm like, nobody walks around like this permanently. Yeah. On your tippy toes. Yeah, so it kind of annoyed me. So You're stupid. Yeah, I was like, what a fucking dumb Barbie. And so then I would throw them in a pile 
and then say, where's my G.I. Joes? Yep, my G.I. Joes. She-Ra, who had tons of muscles and a sword, by the way, which was badass. So So you weren't necessarily like, I can't wait. This is so nostalgic. No. Yeah. It wasn't a throwback for me. I was like, whatever. I mean, I'm in for Ryan Gosling, okay? Yeah. That was really the big seller for me before I knew anything about it. Yeah, I mean, once I found out who the director was, and then, of course, Margot right, Robbie was playing Barbie, Barbie, and then who else was going to be the cast, I was like, this is probably going to be something I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. So, And then, especially after I read that article, I was like, I really am looking forward to this now. So I was excited. Storyline? I can go first. If- yeah, you just do it. Okay, so storyline <laughs> is... And if you know how my storylines go, I usually write a book. My storyline is, I'm a Barbie, and we are all Barbies. And that's it. Oh, brother. Okay. (laughs) My story is, you are Knuff. Fuck those dudes, okay? You're Knuff. Everybody's Knuff. Right. We've all had Knuff. (laughs) (laughs) Of a lot of shit going on right now. Mm -hmm. So there was like a huge cast, like we had touched on already. Margot Robbie played a Barbie in the movie. Uh, Ryan Gosling was Ken. Issa Rae was the president Uh, of Barbie Land, another Barbie. Kate McKinnon played weird Barbie. (laughs) My favorite. Oh my God, favorite character in the movie. Alexandra Shipp also played Barbie. Simu Liu, uh, another Ken. John Cena had a small part. But Ken. was mermaid kin. Kingsley Ben Adir was another kin. Will Farrell was the CEO of Mattel. Rhea Perlman played Ruth Handler or the ghost of Ruth Handler in the movie. And um, she was the inventor of Barbie, by the way, in case you don't know that. The what? The inventor of Barbie. Oh, yes. The creator. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. She was the creator like God. Well, Sarah uh, was so. Alan. He was a discontinued Barbie. It was like not kin. But Ken's friend, Alan, that's who he played. He was he awesome. He was like, kind of like an outcast. Yes, which I love. So funny. It was, it was cute. And then Helen Mirren was like the narrator. narrating voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what I had read in some of the articles was, uh, of course, John Cena had um, starred alongside Margot Robbie in The Suicide Squad. And so he ran into her because he was like on location. A lot. Yes, filming something else. And um, so when he found out that she was working on the Barbie, he had said, hey, would you guys be willing to have me if I could do something like anything? And so um, they actually casted him as Ken Maid, which is like Ken Mermaid. Yeah. Ken Maid. That sounds like an appliance. <laughs> Yeah, no, I thought that was funny. So I thought that was cool. I would call it Merkin myself. I like that better. Maybe we should write to them and say, for your sequel, (laughs) Merkin. For your consideration, (laughs) Great Greta. (laughs) Great Greta. Great. Lucky Chat Productions actually helped with the producing, which is Margot Robbie's company. I don't know how many people knew that or not, but I thought that was a cool fact. I know this from the last time we talked about this. But before that, I knew she had a production company, but I didn't know what it was called. Yes. So it's called Lucky Chap. And the idea behind her company is that she really wants to focus on movies that make females the central character. And so... She's she done. has to make her own shit because she's like aged out. If you got if you because want if something you're done. over twenty five, you're aged out. Mm-hmm. You're not relevant anymore. Yeah. Um. There was some cool quotes in there. One of my favorites was Ken, played by Ryan Gosling. That Ken, um, constantly 
saying Mojo Dojo Casa House, especially when he brought the patriarchy back to Barbie Barbie. land. And then, of course, when Barbie was talking to all the executives about like what was going on and they had like an assistant in there, he actually made the statement, I'm a man with no power. Does that make me a woman? And I was like, that's important statement. Fuck you, dude. That's what I say. (laughs) One of my favorite scenes in the movie was the lady on the bench when she goes into the real world, right? People have mistakenly said that that is Barbara, who Barbie was made, but that's not. No, it's not. No. The lady. That's fake news, everyone. Yeah, that's fun news. Don't listen to them. You get the real shit here. (laughs) All right. We won't tell you lies. And we fact check on the spot when we do (laughs) lie to you. Google ready to go. (laughs) When Barbie goes into the real world, she's actually sitting like at a bus stop or whatever. There's a park bench there. She sits down. She's kind of having a hard time because things aren't the way that she thought it was going to be. Right. Who can't relate to that? Huh, ladies? (laughs) I've sat on many a park bench. (laughs) What the fuck am I doing here? Um, I think we've all cried in our car at one time or another. (laughs) Hell, I've I've gone for a jog and something pops into my head and tears start running down my cheek and I'm like, I'm okay, really. I'm crying because this this run is hard. (laughs) So she sits down on the bench next to this um, older woman. Elderly lady, which there are no elderly Barbies, I must say. No, there wasn't in Barbie land. Um, No discontinued Barbies, unfortunately, where they showed them being a little bit older, which would have been cool, right? Like nobody ages in Barbie land. No. They never came out with like a a grandparent type Barbie. All right, Mattel. Yeah, come on. Um, Represent us old dirty broad. Yeah, we're ready to work with you. I would like to. (laughs) It will come with its own menopause belly. Exactly. No hard feelings. Cellulite. Saggy boobs. On thighs. And flat feet. And I'm okay if the thighs touch together where there's a little bit of friction. (laughs) No, it would come with like built in spandex. Yeah, bicycle shorts. Bike shorts. For those curvier figures that need it. That's right. For those moist days. Yeah. So everybody hashtag Mattel (laughs) at Old Dirty Benches. That's real Barbie. (laughs) So anyways, she sits down and there's this lady sitting there and she looks over at her and she actually makes the statement, you're so beautiful. And then the lady looks back at her and she says, I know. know. So awesome. Which I really love. would say that though. I think I might have. Immediately you're like, oh, I feel... Like, I didn't do this today or, you know, like, you never say, I know, you're like. I don't know. I've gotten on a couple uh, work, thing. like work telephone conferences and I actually called myself awesome in front of everybody else. Well, that's good for you. I don't know how I came off. I but think there should be more of that. Yeah. Like, not to be arrogant, but just to like. No, know. confident. Right. It might have come it's off like arrogant. You're a mediocre man. How about that, everyone? <laughs> but I've I've sometimes said that, like, you know, during calls, I'm like, you know how amazing I am. Well, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so what I did was what I always do, which is great thing. Yes. <laughs> I never make any mistakes ever. But I that's never have funny, to like they did have a lot of, you know, like I can hold two things at one time, you know, the yes. lawyer Barbie. Like, yeah. And that does not diminish me. And, you know, uh, like, yeah. 
It was a lot of those stereotypes. But the cool thing about this was the director, Greta, she had told Rolling Stone um, that that brief scene was suggested as a potential cut. So they were actually going to cut that out. Yes. But Greta had stood her ground to keep it. That is my friend. Yes. Exactly. She (laughs) called it a cul-de-sac of a moment that doesn't lead anywhere, right? It's... there's but nothing like powerful. added. The woman in the scene is Anne Roth, an Oscar win- winning costume designer. And Roth has worked as a costume designer on popular films like The Birdcage, which is an amazing movie, by the way. <laughs> and most recently, 2023's Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. Hello. Yes, she's won Oscars for costume design in 1996 for The English Patient, which we had a discussion about. Yeah, we'll pass over that. <laughs> Suffice it to say, neither of us is a fan of that one. No, we are. But costume's great. And <laughs> again in 2020. For- Just die already. <laughs> Here's some visine that I put in your story. tea. You won't be able to taste it, but it'll end quickly. No. And again in 2020 for her work in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. That was on Netflix. I don't know if you had seen that, but it was it I was good. Still have not. Yes. For the latter, she made history as the oldest woman to win an Oscar. Yeah, that's so, awesome. Bravo, Roth. Great job. So going to show you that we're not throwaways just because we're a little long in the tooth. Correct. And one of the reasons Greta wanted to keep it in there is because she's actually best friends with Roth. Oh, and nice. she, you know, she wanted to keep her, her have her included. Yeah, she's like, I'm not cutting my friend out. Fuck yeah, you guys. I'll exactly. cut out Will Ferrell. His, boy, his part was <laughs> dumb anyway. And I love Will Ferrell. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> don't, you're going to hurt sassy. my husband's feelings. He loves Will. So. I love Will Ferrell too, but that part was kind of dumb. I didn't mind it. I liked the whole uh, men run everything patriarchy bullshit that they threw in there, especially when they were trying to demonstrate the Barbie need to get back in the box so that they could control her. That was there was a lot of um, what's the word? It, not imagery, but they didn't come right out and say stuff, but they portrayed it in a way that you could figure out what they were saying. Yeah, a lot of social commentary, right? Which is ruffling uh, quite a few feathers. Yes. Which is very interesting because I think there's a lot of people that when they saw this movie coming out, they thought it was going to be geared towards kids. Right. Right. Well, I mean, I took my granddaughter who's going to be eight and she was pretty bored. I mean, she liked it, but I could tell she was like, next. And she certainly wasn't getting like the a deeper lot of the jokes. picture. Yeah. Yeah, and I know we had talked about this too previously, is it to me was like a love letter to women. Right. Um, More importantly. The experience. Yes. Of womanhood. Yeah, and so like I think you have to probably be able to have experienced the right. world through yeah, our eyes exactly. to really get some of the In other line. words, she hasn't been beaten down enough yet <laughs> to fully get the movie, <laughs> but I will show it to her in a few years. <laughs> Unless I've been uh, made into a Martha by that. <laughs> then you'll know. have no power. We don't know. They and might burn that movie. They could. They Probably might... it won't be shown in Florida. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't Or Texas, it. the way things are going. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't ban it. And, and I just like, think no. it's funny how many dudes are getting riled up about this movie when it was not at all negative about dudes. It wasn't, which is interesting. So because... it's like, you're telling on yourself right now. Oh, for with sure. With your freaking baby fit. Yeah, I would say, for one, 
you either weren't paying attention enough to the movie and got hung up on stupid stuff because, (laughs) you know, by the end, you realize that it's more about equality and, you know, like basically just doing you, like being your own individual and pursuing your own dreams. Authentic you. Yeah. Being authentic and unique and um, whatever that means, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be limited to like gender or sex or whatever. You just be you. So you missed the boat on that one. I did have a coworker who, when we had both watched it the same weekend, opening weekend, we didn't do Barbenheimer. Um, we just did Barbie. So uh, <laughs> I haven't seen Oppenheimer. Yes, did you see it? Not yet. We okay. were planning on maybe going this week, but. I'll have to see how it goes. But I had asked him, I was like, what did you think about the movie? And and he had told me that he went to go see it with his partner. And he was like, I teared up in a couple different areas of the movie. And one of them was the speech that America gives at one point where she's talking about what it's like to be a woman in America <laughs> or the world, really. So uh, he said that that had really made him emotional. And I thought that was cool because here's a guy that, that gets it. <laughs> right. <laughs> So I do want to say, like, not all the men, you know, there are... Not all the men are getting it. (laughs) There are people out there that actually understood what the movie was supposed to be about, which is cool. I told you that I saw that this has broken some people up. Yeah, which is crazy to me. Like, But I guess if you're realizing that you're with a douchebag, then that's probably good. (laughs) And you can show him the door and pack his bags and say, please leave. And now my husband is scared to see it, but that's okay. I'm not going to break up with him (laughs) over the Barbie movie. He's like afraid he won't get it. But he's not going to get the context of it. And we had already talked about this, and I'll stop saying that because (laughs) you you guys missed out on that part but it is a thinking movie it's not a surface movie yeah and if you go and just watch the surface movie you're gonna be like this is stupid Mm -hmm. because it's very over the top and you know almost like ludicrous oh yeah if you're just watching it from not thinking like oh this is what they're saying and this is what they're you know, like if you're just taking it at face value, you would you probably won't like it. Yeah, I would actually agree with that. Um, if you're just looking at it through the subliminal lens of Barbie. Right. Of just what's going on. And, and yeah, not like you're not going to enjoy it. The full experience of what they're trying to get at mm-hmm. of how it is. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to like it. You're going to be like, this movie is dumb and it's long. Yes. But and I know we have talked about that, too, because it's about two hours long. For me, it had went quickly. Like I came out of the theater and I was like, wow, that didn't seem like two hours. Yeah. And I think you kind of had like a different I felt like perspective. It, was, it was long. Yeah. I mean, honestly, the whole Mattel part, I didn't really care. Yeah, about I remember you saying that. At yeah. All. yeah. But you know, I love Will Ferrell, so it's fine. Yeah. And it was kind of the wave to reinforce like, you know, when American Ferrara says, oh, we should have an ordinary person Barbie. Oh, no, no. And then when the other guy's like, oh, it'll make money. Oh, that's a great idea. I mean, mm-hmm. that's kind of like, yeah, the capitalism. Who hasn't had that in, at work, huh? Oh, like yeah. where you have an idea and, and oh, no, no. But then when someone else brings it up, what a great idea. Like, yes. that's totally a woman thing, too. Oh, yeah. So. I've had conversations with my spouse because um, we have worked on projects, not like underneath the same company or whatever, but somehow like worked in. Together. Yeah, like together. And I. She's deep. Yeah, I've actually... I'm shallow. 
<laughs> well, you know, like I've been like, okay, well, like, here's you're where smart. Yeah, I'm like, here's where I think it's not working. This is probably where we could use the improvement. Yeah, crickets or they're challenging me, right? They're pushing back on me. And I'm like, okay, so then I'll know that my spouse is going to have a meeting with them, like, I don't know, in another week or something. And so I'll be like, look, I need you to tell them this. And then light bulb for all. You you know what? You're right. I don't know why we didn't see that. And I'm like, I fucking said the same thing a week ago (laughs) but you know like i know sometimes because that's just how things work i have to like get it across that way so that's why i didn't like it because i just that shit's exhausting it is exhausting did you ever watch the show modern family um i did not actually watch that on a regular basis it's funny i think you should like it but there's one episode where phil and claire who are like the 40 year old members of the family Uh she (laughs) he comes home she's putting away groceries and then he's like you know what i had lunch with my friend today and you know what he had me try a cob sat or uh wedge salad and she just loses her mind <laughs> she's and like he's like why how many times are you so mad and then he can't figure out why she's mad but then come to find out it's because she's been telling him to, to try, try a wedge salad and he never will but then when his friend tells him he tries it and he loves it <laughs> So, similar thing. I mean, to me, this is a good, uh, for lack of a better word, non-threatening way to show the woman experience without offending someone's vulnerable sensibilities. And I'm looking at you, dudes. (laughs) Kens. Even though some people still get offended, even though it's not at all portraying them negatively. No, it's not. Which makes me laugh. Like, why are you... Feeling so agitated over yeah. the movie. I don't know because if Ryan they... Gosling is hilarious. Oh, he's, he's fucking so funny. funny. He's so funny in this he movie. He did a great. I mean, everyone in here is great. Yes, as their part, they're totally believable. They're they take it seriously, mm-hmm. which it wouldn't work otherwise. Yeah, and it's totally like it just works on so many levels. Yeah. Well, and I liked how like right he. He's attracted to Barbie. He's kind of oblivious. Yes. Uh, Ryan Gosling. He's like an accessory. Yeah. And that's how he feels for a while. How a lot of women are in real life. Thank you. Arm candy. Right. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what you think or, you know, like, I'm going to do what I want to do. Every night I'm going to have boys night and you just sit there. And I guess maybe it's just like rubbing people like, well, I don't like the tables being turned. Yeah, we don't fucking like it either, bro. But if this is a way to start a dialogue, then yay, even yeah. better. Yeah, I 100% agree. So. <laughs> I do want to call attention to uh, Barbie's arched feet, played by Margot Robbie. If I had to wear these. So they captured those shots. It took about eight takes of the scene to get it right. And she actually, um, her heels were stuck to the floor with a double-sided tape and she held on to a bar above the camera to steady herself um so that she could keep her toes her yeah like her yeah sorry yeah and be like the high heel arc and then her heel was like up high up high so she held on to a bar in order to do that of course we don't see it that it gives us the image yeah movie magic so ken's underwear or briefs in the movie that was ryan gosling's idea he came up with that like calvin kleinish i thought that was kind of cute during pre 
production and while filming Barbie, Greta asked the cast to attend her movie church every Sunday where they'd watch a movie that inspired her while writing the script. <laughs> movie church. That's a church I can get behind. Oh, man, I'd Wasn't be there. Wasn't popcorn? <laughs> the cast yeah exactly (laughs) afterwards uh the cast also bonded by attending other group events like a barbie sleepover at a hotel in london and margot robbie had normally coordinated that now the kins the actors who played the kins were invited to attend but they could not sleep over it was only the females only the girls Mm -hmm. so they wouldn't know what to do anyway no they'd be like what (laughs) so they had to wait for their mojo dojo costume (laughs) (laughs) to rise so So they could get get in on the fun i mean there was a couple different names tied to the film amy schumer was one um when sony still uh had the rights over the whole story and then i had read that anne hathaway was another name that had been tied to the project at some point her again she's probably lovely but there's just something she bothers me i don't know yeah you don't like her she was gonna be barbie what about in um is it ocean seven Nine. I didn't watch that one with all the girls. Yeah. Eight. Was it eight? I can't remember now. I don't know. There was some cool women in that movie. I didn't watch that. You didn't watch that one? Mm -mm. I thought she did a good job in that movie. Okay. So you go in. I mean, she's good in Devil Wars Prada. Oh, yeah. I loved her in that too. But I don't know. She's just not my favorite. Okay. I mean, yeah. You know, we're not all each other's cup of tea, okay? Yes. It's fine. I, I don't wish her ill or anything. I just... <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I get you. Know, I hear you. It's whatever. Yeah. Um, and then... I know you had to correct me last time, but Gal Gadot. Yeah. I Did I nail it? Okay. Awesome. Uh, Superwoman, right? Wonder no, Woman. Wonder Woman. Okay. My bad. See, I screwed that up. <laughs> you got too cocky, Barbie. <laughs> so she was also looked at as someone who could play Barbie, but she had scheduling conflicts, so she wasn't able to yeah, sign on I to don't the project. See any of these people as Barbie. I think. Margo nailed it. Yeah, Margo did good. Uh, I really liked her as yeah. as a Barbie. And then like um, another one that was my favorite was Issa Rae as the president. I love her. Uh, anyway. She's so amazing. Yeah. So the movie used so much pink that it caused a national shortage. So the amount I'm of sure that's pink still going. Paint so much pink. There's everywhere. pink everywhere. People are dressing up like this is a thing. It's oh, like yeah. a movement. Yes. There's like people, I was even in Seattle for some training this last week and there was people walking around with pink on and I was like, this is awesome. Yeah, Margot Robbie made the cast and crew wear pink on Wednesdays and fined those who didn't. Mm -hmm. The fines were optional, but the money was donated to charity. By the end, apparently, like the male crew on the set had made custom polo shirts with rainbow on their um, collars. And uh, joined in. Yep. Those were the shirts that they would wear That's on Wednesdays. Nice. Yeah. It which was I, real bonding, it sounds like. Yeah. I thought it was pretty cool. So America um, revealed that she had filmed 30 to 50 takes of her big monologue. Yeah, that's crazy. Over two days, she did that. Crazy. Yeah, I thought that was, I mean, she nailed it. However, they edited everything together or whatever. It was fantastic. Yeah. Because it was a great, it was a great speech. So if nothing else, if you don't go see the movie, at least find that if on If you're YouTube. on TikTok, you've probably seen the movie pretty much. Oh, yeah. The amount of like clips so and stuff many. on there. There's so many TikToks about Barbie. I believe it. Barbie's Pink Corvette is drivable. Awesome. Yep, but not by the person in the front seat. <laughs> you got to have someone driving in the back. Yeah, an operated Which dr- is cool because then you can wave. Yeah. Well, they said that they did that so that she could sing and dance as much as she wanted for the movie. All right. 
So they had I'm all in. I love to sing in the car. (laughs) I would love for somebody else to be operating my car using a VR headset so that I could like jam out the whole time. Like Elon Musk? Maybe do some work. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I I just thought that was pretty cool. The overall idea uh, for Barbie, of course, was created by Ruth Handler, who's played by Rhea Perlman in the movie. Ruth Handler's ghost, anyways. She's kind of like trapped at Mattel's company still. She's just there to throw out these little sayings for us. Yeah. Yes. And um, Barbie actually runs into her as she's trying to escape the company. Yeah, she's like in her kitchen. Yeah, she somehow like bumbles into this room in the building and then that's where Ruth is hanging out, like in her kitchen drinking tea or whatever. Right. And tells her to sit down and then she's kind of talking to her um, about some stuff. But Barbie's kind of confused at this end because or at this time because the real world isn't what she expected. Barbie Land's Amen. not going that's the way. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> it's not going the way she wants. She doesn't even have to deal with a crunch wrap court either. Yeah. Like we do. Yeah. Yeah, I I think they even poke fun at that because in Barbie land, the Supreme Court is all women. And then when she gets in the real world, she sees that it's like mostly men and everywhere. Yeah. And she's very confused about upside down. Correct. Like she stepped in the upside down, but it's the real world. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So Ruth tells Barbie um, and she says, I and I quote, uh, I created you so you wouldn't have an ending. And it's interesting that <laughs> so as a little girls would cut your hair off and then leave you in a <laughs> twirl you around, naked. strip you naked <laughs> and just leave you hanging <laughs> and go play with G.I. Joe. Yeah. So that to me. Well, first off, like we had said, is the movie is really about you being your authentic self. Right. right. And being an individual. But uh, Ruth Handler being a creator. That you can be anything. Yeah, but she's a creator, right? She created Barbie. She really created Barbie so that we could project onto this doll like what our hopes and aspirations and stuff were. Not necessarily that she was trying to say you should look like this, even though we do even need other that Barbies. Is kind of how it's kind of been. Yeah, you know, like she's I don't know, like the prime physical look i guess yeah big boobs little teeny body like she's not at all proportionate oh no she's not at all there's like that has to have some kind of psychological effect on a kid oh for sure dude so that's why i said i was like i was like fuck the patriarchy and this barbie (laughs) but is that the patriarchy she can kick rocks <laughs> yeah, it's kind of I mean, this is the thing like it really gets you thinking of different things, you know? Oh, like yeah. how is that affecting? Plus, it's kind of a dual uh what's the word? It's kind of contradictory in that like she's this perfect body, but she can be anything. Oh like, yeah. You know, you can be anything. You can be a judge, you can be a president, da 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 da. And like that's not a bad message. No. You want people to think that, but then like how much of an effect is the body shape? Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Like, 100%. There's no fat Barbies. Well, and I think that they make fun of that because they have the discontinued Barbie that was pregnant, right? That they threw <laughs> I, out there every like, now shameful. and then. Yeah. And like people didn't want to look at her. They're like uh, Will Ferrell's CEO uh, character. I thought we like, got rid of her. Yeah. Uh, what are you doing here? <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's like, like, 
Barbie's best friend, air quotes, you know, but she's pregnant, so she's like an eyesore. So I think that they were really trying to poke fun at some of that, you know. Right, but I'm just saying, like, how much does that affect a kid? Oh. You know, when you get this doll that looks a certain way. Yeah, I, you know, when I was younger, first off, I didn't like her feet. And then, yeah, Noted. like, she always I bet had... your dog would like her, though. He's mm-hmm. got a foot thing. Yeah, he does. He has a foot But punish. I have Fred Flintstone feet, so... <laughs> I think it's because they're salty. That's why he likes them. <laughs> no, her clothes were... I mean, they always had, like, Beach Barbie. Right, she had everything. Yeah, Dr. Barbie. That was appealing when I was a kid. She had everything. She had a cool camper. She had a dream house. She had a horse. She had everything. That bitch had it all. (laughs) And she didn't need a man, whatever. That was, you know, secondary. But I'm just thinking, like, psychologically, (laughs) how does that affect you as a kid? Yeah, I felt like, well, first off, I thought it was weird that her hoo-ha wasn't fully... (laughs) That formed. she didn't have one that she was like, Yeah, it amorphous. seemed weird to me. Yeah, I was like, what is this? This is strange. Why would you How do that? She pee? Yeah, that was one one question that I had in my head, to be honest with you. And then to your point, though, the boob thing threw me off because uh, she's like full-sized... She has giant boobs for how small her frame is. Yeah, like huge. And I was like, this is strange. And her thighs don't touch, but mine do. So right. what's up Thigh with gap, that? see? Yeah. So I did have a lot of questions about that because I was like, she looks nothing like me. Mm-hmm. You know, so I was like, hmm, this is weird. But you can be anything. So you kind of can't get mad at her because she's not purposely trying to make you feel bad. Yes. But, you know, these are like the things you think about when you watch this movie. That's what I'm saying. Yes. It's a great, it's just a great movie. It is. It's very good. So let's pivot and talk about Ruth Handler. Yeah, we'll talk about some fraud now. Yes. It was sprinkled in. They didn't, they didn't really touch on it. Oh, all. no. And it's funny. I had talked to like our daughter and then a couple other people who didn't even catch when they were having that conversation. She just said like, I had some tax problems. Yeah. In the movie. Over. Yeah. Like, and that's all they stated. And, and of course, my ears parked up and I was like, fraud? Yeah, what happened? Up. Yeah. So Ruth Handler had passed in 2002. And she was at the age of 85, so she lived a long life. life. Yeah. Um, Ruth did have a mastectomy because of breast cancer in the 1970s. She also used some of the plastic, you know, and her just her general knowledge she gathered from years of creating toys to devise prosthetic devices for other women like her and launch like an entirely new business. So she was always an entrepreneur. Yeah. So because she had this mastectomy, she actually had created these fake implants that you could use to help like buffer your bra, I guess you could say. And the business is still out there. You can actually look it up. But Ruth Handler was after creating Barbie. And of course, she created some other toys too. But um, Barbie was instrumental in, in really propelling Mattel. At a certain point, Ruth Handler was forced out of Mattel due to a clash over financial problems. So the scandal engulfed not just Ruth, but others who were employed at the toy manufacturer. So four ex-officers of Mattel were among the five that had been indicted when this happened. And it was like all conspiracy charges. And that was like during the late 70s. And the New York Times actually covered this. You can find like an archived article out there, which is kind of cool. But the um, Times had reported that Handler had been accused of falsifying internal business records concerning earnings and sales in 1971, 1972, and 1973 so that they could influence the market price of Mattel stock. She had also allowed... 
pumping up the value. Yes. Okay. Yep. Pumped up the value to make it look like they were like more profitable. Mm-hmm. More profitable, you know, so that's basically what they were doing. Cooking the books a little bit. She had also allowed padding and other falsifying of the company books. And although she tried to claim innocence, uh, her refusal to take responsibility made the prose- prosecution determined to push for a severe sentence at the time. So she was like the Martha Stewart of her day. Basically. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. Because example. if you think about it, right, she's like, even though she was married and her spouse helped with the whole. she's a girl mm-hmm. and there's dudes helping, but she's the one that's, hmm, okay. Yeah. So um, they really wanted to slap her on the wrist and get her. Right, know your place. Get in your box. Yeah. Get back in that kitchen, woman. Stop making all these cool toys for our kids. So, Make uh, their boobs smaller. They're <laughs> off-putting. <laughs> So Handler, (laughs) Ruth ultimately dropped her resistance and pleaded no contest and was ordered to pay $50,000 in fines. Which is not very much. No. So that's good at least. You know, the company's doing pretty good. They did have like a couple lawsuits that they had also settled around this time. But, you know, they're making pretty decent profit. I'm not sure what her motive was for inflating the numbers. I I don't know. And there's no indication to me like why she made that decision. But um, she also got five years of probation. The judge mandated 500 hours of community service per year. So in Barbie and Ruth, um, an author that had wrote a book about uh, Ruth Handler, um, they had wrote that the judge told Ruth her actions were exploitive, parasitic, and disgraceful to anything in society. I could probably think of some other things that were more along those lines during that time. but. The author further characterizes the combined 2,500 hours as the longest public service sentence ever handed out. So if that tells you something about her being a female executive during that time, um, it's very I'm important. Sure it was a blast. So Ruth, <laughs> Ruth, that was sarcasm. <laughs> um, Ruth could have gotten 41 years in prison, but she still found her comparatively light sentence to be severe. She wanted to also create a giveaway program of her nearly me prosthetics for underprivileged cancer patients who might otherwise be unable to afford them. But the judge rejected that proposal. So that was something she was trying to offer up as yeah, part of her community service. What? Whatever. Yeah. You will do nothing good. <laughs> yeah, so... Who was a Judge Judy? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> she's real no-nonsense. Yeah, she is no-nonsense. I don't know who the judge was. I can't remember if the article I'm stated it I'm betting it was a dude. It probably was. I'm 100% certain that it was, especially at that time. So like, You're not going to do anything. You just sit there and look pretty. Yeah. <laughs> You're not smart enough to handle that. So Ruth was eventually assigned to the task of using her business know-how to give other convicts job training. Awesome yeah. Too. So she like really did the lemonade out of lemons yes, thing. Yes, she did. The program was considered a success. And in 1982. And then it was abolished. I <laughs> know. You've done your good. Get out of here. Uh, the judge actually agreed to cut short her sentence by a year and a half. So he really liked the work she did on the program and decided to let her off early. That's nice. Yes. Interesting, though, when I was looking up all the notes for this, Anne Ryan. <laughs> it said, you have now been flagged. <laughs> Anne Ryan, the daughter of Jack Ryan, who was then vice president of research and design at Mattel, has a podcast called Dream House, the real story of Jack Ryan. 
in which she claims that her late father was wrongly stripped of credit for his role in devising the doll. She notes that her mother, Barbara, went by the nickname Barbie. Mattel's patent for Barbie, filed July 24, 1959, even has J.W. Ryan's name listed on the document. So we don't know for sure what the story is? Yeah, I. so I know in reading like a bunch of articles, Ruth had said that she was trying to come up with a doll that would appeal to kids, to, to little girls, right? And then they go on this Let's holiday. have really big boobs. Well, apparently they go on this holiday. I can't remember what country it was. And she sees these dolls being sold that look similar to what the Barbie concept ends up being. And that's what she brought back to the United States. And they decide to make this this doll Barbie. work with Jack Ryan? I don't know. There's some conflict going on. There's some people that say it, he could have come up with it because she didn't release this biography thing that she did until after he had passed away. Because I, I believe that he had ended up, I think, committing Why suicide. he say something? I don't know if I believe this. I'm sorry. I don't know. I, I have no idea. And I'm not making any argument for or against because right. I just don't have enough information. But... It seems like he would make a huge stink if someone else was getting credit first. And he was a dude. So well, and I guess. He's like, that's okay. <laughs> Ruth, you go ahead. Take yeah. this one. Um, yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know because some of the stuff that I've read have made it sound like she had the idea for it, but her husband helped design it. And then she really pushed the whole marketing on the doll to appeal to the kids rather than the parents, like on Disney and stuff like that, because they had this huge contract. Because the parents are the ones paying for it. Exactly. So, yeah. So I wanted to bring that up. I don't know how much of it's true or if any of it is, but <laughs> that's something you can go and explore as part of the story. You can get on the watch list too. Yeah, you can get on the watch list. Um, <laughs> so the 24-page indictment had charged that a couple of the people involved had false financial statements for the companies as part of the auditing. So, of course, cooking the books to make it appear that Mattel had complied with acceptable accounting practices on top of inflating the numbers. So there was like fraudulent documents in there. So that must have been for stock, right? Yeah. I mean, why else would you I do think that? so. I think so. I mean, that's kind of like what I was picking up from that. So, yeah. So, I mean, she could have been put away for 41 years, but she ends up getting the probation. So, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? You know what I mean? Huh. And the final quote that I liked from that movie was, we mothers stand still so our daughters can look back to see how far they have come. I thought that was pretty cool. That's a good one. But yeah, I liked the movie. I know we both did. Yeah. Uh, I, it's definitely worth seeing. Even I if definitely you're... even see it more than once because I bet you pick up way more the second time. I oh, think for I sure. see it again. Yeah, 100%. Um, I was waiting for somebody else to ask me to go to the theater. So I was, <laughs> yeah, let's go. I want to watch it a second time kind of thing. So I definitely will buy it when it comes out on DVD yeah. because it's one of those keepers. But yeah, go out and watch it. It's loads of fun. Hopefully you get all of the underlying messaging that's happening. Maybe you'll think of more mm-hmm. if you're looking for it. Yeah, and I think they're already talking about a possible sequel of some sort. I don't know what that would look like, but... Skipper. 
Maybe, yes. Skip her. <laughs> Dude, some of the discontinued Barbies in there were hilarious. I was just laughing. And then, of course, Weird Barbie, which is played by Kate McKinnon, was so awesome. She was like such a cool character in there because she was played too hard, which was would have been me playing with my Barbies. <laughs> Same. But when she popped I was like, up. Oh, no, that's my Barbie. Yeah, she had like the marker on her eyeball and her hair was cut all choppy and weird and she had this weird outfit on she was like doing the splits and some all the time (laughs) yeah that's me i can make her legs do weird things (laughs) you have them all over the house yeah so it's definitely worth seeing it is not in a net it is not south dakota Dakota. you could probably watch it I actually believe that you would understand the messaging in the movie. So I'm going <laughs> to give you some kudos. Has been thrown yeah. For that now. Mm-hmm. We want you to go out, watch it with my sister. <laughs> Let us know what and you think. And then write a report <laughs> about what report. it was about. <laughs> yeah. And the ways that you can uh, help overthrow the patriarchy. Ready to go. <laughs> yeah, give us your theories. <laughs> We want to hear. All right. Um, do you have any PSAs? I Gladys, just want to say that, uh, patty, um, popcorn, pizza, Italian bread, <laughs> pudding, I'm so ice full cream. right now, dude. That doesn't even sound appealing. <laughs> well, maybe popcorn. But uh, I feel like everyone needs to read the indictment oh, yeah. of our ex-president, in mm. quotes. Yeah. Interesting stuff. And uh, think for yourself and don't be spoon-fed by these quote news channels <laughs> yeah I would agree please like read for yourself don't just listen to other people and then take it if we've learned anything in the past what's it seven years now this bullshit's been going on a while that i'm just sick of being gaslit i don't know about you oh, but yeah. i'm not taking anyone's word for anything i'm gonna read my own with my own little eyeballs mm-hmm. what it says i mean i watched the january 6 hearings so i already knew that stuff well we watched it happen so right but i mean and then like to hear all the backstory yeah what was what we didn't know what mm-hmm. was going on yeah and i i just please <laughs> get out of the cult everyone it's cult. not i don't understand it yeah i know i've said it before but and i would like to say <laughs> if you are like out somewhere maybe you're taking a stroll or something like that and you see that uh, a group has set up a stage and there's dancing going on join in it's loads <laughs> of fun Okay. PSA. Unless it's like uh, for a cult. (laughs) Well, you don't want to do that. If there's like some sort of sacrificial lamb in the middle, you need to steer clear, like run the other way. Exactly. But if they're playing like Sir Mix a Lot or something like that, then get in there. Shake a little. There's the lard butt. No. It's really fun. Cut some rug, shake a little booty, get in there and have some fun. (laughs) It's great. So. That went a totally different direction. But anyway, (laughs) please, please, everyone, let's just move out of this funk that we've been in. I can't take it. I can't. Yes. I want to stay in this country. I don't want to move away. I want you to stay here. Oh, and my other thing is I might be moving to Canada because I don't know if you saw this, but my boyfriend, Justin Trudeau, is single. Oh, my God. I didn't see this. (laughs) Single. 
<laughs> I already told my spouse. So you're moving up there. It's been fun, than... but this That's is a fantastic. sign. I need to okay. go up there. All right. If you feel so compelled. Poutine. <laughs> <laughs> For life. Here I come. And Justin Trudeau. What if he doesn't like poutine? What are you gonna do? Of course he does. He's Canadian. Are you sure? I think I've even heard him talk about. That. I don't know, man. He seems you know pretty what? fit. I don't stays care. away from it. You would still be like, hold I, my hand. I would look while the I other eat. way on the poutine. Okay. <laughs> while I eat your share <laughs> and mine. <laughs> Just kidding. When I saw that, I was like, <gasps> Oh my I'm God. sorry. I gotta go pack my bags. That's awesome. And Chris was like, Oh God. <laughs> That's awesome. I love anyway. it. Okay. All right, everyone. We'll see you on the next episode. Hopefully. Bye. (laughs) Bye.